Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is a man who thinks he's achieved everything he can this year. He's successfully started a podcast and he's about to make an announcement. JD, how are you? What announcement have I got? <laughs> Aren't you retiring? You've achieved. You've reached the pinnacle. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, maybe maybe that's maybe. a surprise. I, I'm going to hold that out for a couple of days after this podcast. After, after, after you get the, your big trophy. Podcast, yeah. I mean, it's putting a lot of strain on your family to do this. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> As he reaches for another beer. Hey, easy there. Nice. How did Don't you- tell our secrets. <laughs> How did you enjoy the V8s this weekend, mate? Um, it was pretty good. Uh, shame was pretty dominant. And that's nice to see in a champion as they uh, mm. come to the end of the season and lock it down. Win Cup did a great job, but just wasn't quick enough. A lot of things, actually, from this weekend. We are talking about uh, Davey before. Davey Reynolds. A wow. drive. Like, a good drive. Good way to wrap up the end of the year. He's been... Unbelievable. He's been so close with podiums this year. Mm. And just things haven't gone his way. A bit of contact here and there and stuff like that and failures. And he got put under a lot of stress, like, inside the car for himself. He, um... Ran out of water in the car. Yeah. His cool suit failed by the end of it. And yeah, he was pretty buggered by the end of that race. He looked a little bit rattled when he got out, didn't he? Yeah. I liked his um comment later on. He said he ran out of mirrors by the top 10 shootout. He had to put his last mirror on the car at the start of the top 10 and he knocked it off during that. That shows you the lower budget teams. Um, see, Red Bull and that, I'm pretty sure, take a set of mirrors for every session. practice yeah. and every qualifying session and every race. But Hold on, a new set on. The advantage of not having mirrors is uh, Reynolds didn't actually see Win Cup coming in the final laps. Which is unbelievable. Um, they were so clean too. The, when was. Win Cup stuck the nose up and he... He was skidding in on the back tyres, all locked up and chattering. And uh, they did a great job. Some of the cleanest racing we've seen so close as well. And it was good to see, like, Wincup did make those few errors, but he didn't drive into the back of um, Davey. Like, I was really impressed with Wincup's driving not to punt him. And he did. He could have had the opportunity. We, we spoke about this bit early. Could have got the overlap and just sort of nudged him and just wiped all of David's speed off of it yeah, and just it, basically drove around him. Yeah, like when he stuck the nose up the inside, he could have quite easily uh, pushed the car up a bit wider and uh, at, on exit of the corner, just nudge the rear of his car to take drive away and then get the acceleration. So take the drive away from Davey's car and, mm. and get the acceleration for himself and push up. But... No, it was very clean and uh, it was great racing. Good to watch. It was. So, um, did you catch much of Saturday? Not too much of Saturday. I worked. I had it going the whole time over the radio, but I um did get to watch too much of the race. Well, so Saturday the race, I didn't get qualifying. I couldn't get that, but doesn't matter. Um, the race, Shane tried to make a move on um Frosty because he got swamped at the start. Not a very good take. Shane off. had a very bad day on on the sad day. Didn't yeah, he? and he came. He said that this is the first time he's had to fight for a championship, and it's it was in the back of his mind, and he wasn't pushing like normal Shane. And like he said, when he come through and made the contact with um, Frosty, he said he wasn't in committed he was enough. He was like, ah, oh, you pussied out. You didn't do it full on. You needed to be committed to it. And he straight up out of the car. First thing I think he said to Rihanna after the um, race was like, ah. Oh, my bad. I'm really sorry, Frosty. You know, that was my fault, which is good to see. He didn't pass the blame on to someone else. Um, did have that drive through penalty. Put him back to 22nd. Yeah, it looked a bit exciting there for a second, didn't it? It looked like, oh, hang on, the points are still alive. But oh, 
He just turned turned it on afterwards and just skated through. Was the like, this is it. He's lost it. Look at the point deficit. It's now like you know he's lost one hundred and ten points to yeah, win cup. Yeah. At one point, he did. Yeah. And it just shows you why he's the champion. Yeah. He he, did, he drove really well this weekend. Scotty was another big one from this weekend for me. Mm. Very sad to see him go from um, Gary and uh, Gary Rogers. He and got the boot. He did. Yeah, that was quite a funny boot, boot that he had around. Huge boot. Around. How much random crap does Gary bring oh, they, to they must race bring meets? Two transporters just for Gary's get-ups. Yeah, <laughs> if it's not a crazy suit, it's a big boot or something stupid. A couple of nice dresses I've seen over the years yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a good character. Fruit fruit hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we all remember that. Um, yeah, it, it was really sad, actually. Um, it was. Good for good for Scotty next year. I think um, they should be a, a, quite a quick car and he can finally fight for the championship. So I know Even though he got third this year, which was a pretty big did, thing, and, and that was secured this meeting. After the race meeting, uh, Murph went up and spoke to him, said, you know, congratulations, you secured third in the championship. He didn't look very happy, did he? he was I think it was sli- finally sinking in that this is it. This all is his mates, race. I think they're quite close in that team, and I think all his mates are now, they're not his enemy, but it it is what it he appears. He is the enemy now. He is the enemy, but... um. He's not going to have that close relationship like he's had with them. No, I don't think he's going to get the bond that he's got with Gary that he's going to get at DJR. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um, I think it's the right thing. There's a lot of uncertainty at um, Gary's team at the moment Mm. with Volvo, and they're going into talks actually very soon now. Yeah, 13th of um, December, I think they have their talks. Yep, to work out whether they're going to be able to use the Volvo next year. That's, That's a big question mark. Yeah, because it's like if they can't use it, then what do they do? I guess to start slapping Commodore panels on their cars. Yeah, I don't even think there's many. Um, He's building his two brand new Commodores for the Dunlop series. Well, we did discuss this earlier. It was mm. a bit of a safety net, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly it what it is. A safety net over, oh, the Volvos didn't fall through. They can go to back to Sweden or wherever they want them and... Oh, look at these two Dunlop series cars that we were yeah. building. Oh, look, Turns we'll out that they on. go straight into V8s. <laughs> yes. So it it's sad, but... But I, see, I, I think McLaughlin's done everything he needed to for GRM. I don't think he's leaving him f- like short or anything. He's repaid Gary everything needed to. I agree with you completely there, Michael. He won the championship with, in the Dunlop with him. And yep. then straight up, I remember because... Pramat couldn't race in the yeah. well, the race of Sydney because he was exhausted, and then straight up, uh, Scotty jumped straight into the car after winning the Dunlop Championship. Yeah. There you go into the main game. Like I that's rem- the quickest promotion you will ever get. I remember thinking it at the time because I was like, "Oh, what's going to happen here?" And then Scotty got the call up. I went, "Who's this?" He's just been drinking champagne. I because wa- I'd watched the development race. Yeah, and I'm like he's just been drinking champagne on the thing. They better get a breathalyzer and just check that he doesn't blow over. <laughs> and uh, no, he was all good. He got he got out there and drove a, a great race actually for his first ever V8 supercar mm. race. He did a, a nice clean job and um, got to the end. So you can't ask for any more. I just want to quickly jump back to the the final laps of the second race, uh, first race. 
you didn't get to see this, but you would have seen the flurry of text messages I was sending you <laughs> during this. And I'm talking about the part where Shane needed to get to fifth to win the championship. He was in sixth and Lowndes was in fifth. Yeah. Got past Lowndes and Lowndes didn't really make it easy either. And like, cause Lowndes switched back. Like he, I always thought Lowndes would have hit the back of um, Shane's car when he did cross back on him. And then you heard on the radio, then the team got onto Lowndes and just said, jump onto the back of Shane and let Shane pull you up to McLaughlin because McLaughlin or Tander, no, not Tander, Courtney was next. Yeah. Um, Lowndes couldn't keep pace. His car wasn't that great this weekend. It's but, been a bit of a letdown most of the season, I think. I think it's very... Look, I'm a bit of uh, Craig Lowndes fanboy, but uh, the car just hasn't been there for him this year. The engineering and, and setup-wise, mm-hmm. he's just been off pace. I don't know if Lowndes lost that much pace, possibly, but it's it's just I been not it's there. It's very inconsistent. Yeah. Like, he's been moved to a smaller team. As much as you say, it's all Triple Eight. You're like, it's... It's a one-car team with yep. access to two, three cars of data. But the part that I was mainly talking about was Shane's aggression to get past once he's in fifth. Yeah, He didn't hold up and be like, this is all I need. Because I think he finished fifth. Then he was like, yeah, that's 152 points or whatever. Yeah, He was like trying to pass up. He wanted that podium. Yeah, And he was so aggressive. And I'm messaging you going, he knows he doesn't need to win this race. Like <laughs> He's going to get taken out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was some exciting racing right at the end. It really was. And I think something that would have showed me why he's the champion. Yeah, I think something would have clicked in his brain when he, he clipped um Winterbottom and went, I'm not committed, I'm racing the wrong way here. I need to be I've ki- changed how I'm driving and this yep. whole year I've been aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. My defense is attack. Yeah. And this time he's gone. He tried to change his style <laughs> and it screwed it up and he needed to go back into his old ways because that's what he's comfortable in. Yeah, it's and how he, he knows drives. how He's to naturally drive like that. Like that. He yep. always has been, so why not? It worked. Mm. And he is now the 2016 V8 Super, or Virgin Australia Supercar Champion. And if you go to the RedBullRacingShop.com, you can pick up his championship shirt. Yeah, it's not a bad-looking little shirt, actually. 60 bucks, though. That's pretty average for a, a polo. It's not a polo. It's a isn't? T-shirt. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, nah, it's a bit a bit pricey, Red Bull. <laughs> well, the Lounsey the Lounsey one hundred shirt member. was only what thirty five. I can't forty remember. bucks. I don't know. I still got mine in my packet. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> yeah, but very good year for Red Bull. Really, for Triple Eight in general. Every, well, there was a they lot nearly of questions. One, two, three in the championship. There was a lot That's of questions going. Can they run three cars? I think they proved it. Like, yeah, we can. Yeah, look out next year. I think they'll be stronger again as well. Mm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the engineering on Lowndes' car, whether uh, the keep Irish, Irish fella is going to stay there doing it. Hopefully. They need to get some consistency with him. They can't keep chopping and changing personnel mm. around him. Yeah. Oh, well. It, we'll we'll soon find out. You, can, you know, Once the season starts again, we'll see who's with him to begin with. Mm. And then hopefully it's... Um, can get some consistency there and they can build on that for the year after. Another person that had a fantastic weekend, and I think we touched slightly on him, is Garth Tander. 
Um, Unbelievable weekend. You couldn't have asked for a better weekend for him, really. I think he... The best weekend I've seen him do in a long time. Yeah, and drove he drove really well, uh, and they got the car set up right. Obviously, HRT cars do like uh, street circuits. It's a known fact. Very good at it, and that's one of the reasons why I think Reynolds was up there, because he's Uh got the Walkinshaw-built car. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I should stop calling them HRT cars, because they're no longer as of yesterday. (laughs) No, probably end of the year. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter. So... uh, yeah, and I, I watched actually a, a little bit of a sad video that uh, today that he posted up, and it was his last ever HRT video. Ah, uh, and he was um, saying goodbye and thank you for all the fans for the last nine years, the HRT fans that have supported him over that time and um, good. got him through yeah, this. Good, and the sponsors and stuff and like. It was a really nice moment because he can be a bit dry sometimes, and I think it was a nice moment for him to actually show. You know, he does appreciate everyone. And, I mean, we've talked about Garth on the show, and you don't have to go back too many episodes to see our full opinion on him. But watching him drive this weekend, I'm like, he can't leave the sport yet. No, he's a good driver, and he um, he deserves to be there. But I'm, I don't know where he's going. He seems pretty confident he's going to be there. And well, t- there's a there. news article today saying he's going to be fighting for the championship next year, and his everyone's like... You don't have a drive yet. Mm. But see, GRM aren't going to announce their drivers until after this deal with Volvo's all done and dusted. So expect Tanda to be announced for GRM early in the new year. That's your that's your call, is it? That's my call. Is there any more licenses available? I don't know. Like Lucas Dumbrell, I don't think, finalized his drivers. That's the only other place he's really oh, got. I meant licenses that can be pulled oh. towards, uh, towards HRT, Red Bull, or PRA. Well, good segue. We've got Jason Bright. There's, he's going to um, PRA. PRA. That's that's confirmed. He's taking his license there. Pro Tim. Dri- Pro Drive's got a bit of um, uh, experience coming to their the field um, so that there are two cars in each uh, side of the garage there. Yeah, they should have an experienced driver driver with a young driver on both sides. Now, I I, will have this quick talk before about, you know, if it was the best idea by Tim Edwards or the guys at ProDrive to split Chaz and Frosty. Yeah, I I disagree with it. I disagree straight too. I think you're taking your two fastest drivers and putting them on different teams and fighting against each other. Yeah, and also if you look at F1 or any form of racing, if the t- if your teammate's fast, it's going to drag you up the field too because it puts pressure on you. And there's nothing against these drivers. I'm sure they go out there and give 110% every time. Mm. But having that carrot dangled out the front there where they're... They're in the same machinery as you. If- faster than you every lap. Yep. All of a sudden, you start trying to find that 10th instead of going, I'm happy, I pushed 100%. You know, that felt pretty quick. I'm happy with that. All of a sudden, they go out and push, you know, 105%. They're 10th faster than you. You go looking for that 10th. Yeah. Is it the setup? Is it my driving? Can I maximize something here? And I think that's something that's gone away. It really has. Pit, um, from ProDrive And it's this something year. that, well, we might put, we can put that, well, it could be a contributing factor to the fall of ProDrive in 2016. They didn't have the car pace, but they also weren't pushing each other, so... 
possibly I think they would have had a better year if they were uh, if you had obviously Chaz and uh, and Frosty together. So, another random speculation: Would you push put Chaz back in with Frosty and move Waters to the team? Well, to share the boom with Bright. If it was my team, yeah, yes, yeah, and I, have... I want to fight for a team championship. They're my two strongest drivers. I don't think Bright's as good as Chaz. No offense to Bright, mm-hmm. but um, I think Frosty and Chaz are their two strongest drivers. Yeah, I want them in the together because if we build a good car, I want to get the team championship. I don't just want number one on a car. I want to be the first pit or the end pit yeah, yeah. at every race. I want to be the team champion. Um, but that's it's I don't not know. what Ford are after. It doesn't seem that. Tim Edwards believes that they can do it. Yeah, it's it's like he doesn't believe that they're capable of winning the team championship. Yeah, it was very much about just trying to protect Frosty's one. Well, that year. went down like a sack of lead balloons. Yeah, it really did. It was a really bad title defense. Where did he end up? Um, Mark Winterbottom finished sixth in the championship, which yeah. not too bad. It's higher than I actually thought. But we're looking at this. You go four of the top five cars. Who are they made by, JD? Yes, uh, one very uh, distinguished race team. I think they've won a few championships in the past. Exactly. Triple Eight have dominated the Chassis War this year. Um, And if you look at how far Frosty's back in the points there, it's... Frosty was 879 points off Shane. Shane could have just taken a few weekends off and gone traveling. Yeah, like really. Honestly, if if he was just trying to defend Frosty, he's got such a points lead on him. It's not funny. A driver that did really well this year, Tim Slade. I was really impressed with his driving. He did for a great his job. First he season made, in the new car. He made Bright look silly this year. Ah, oh, he did. He had those two wins in Winton, which really helped. Yeah, um, uh, but did a yeah, great job eighth for a small in the team. championship. That's good effort. Yeah, did a great job for a smaller team. And Garth Tander actually finished ahead of James Courtney by two positions. He finished in the top 10. Nice. Well, he had a really, really strong back end of the season. Once he got that new car, I don't know what they did with the, the, the chassis. They should have given it to him at the start of the year, really. It was a rocket compared to the other car. Now and Courtney be, still struggled with the old car, too. It would be interesting to see if they gave Garth the car at the start of the year. Would he be the one staying or would he be going? Very interesting. I, I mean, we're not in the speculation corner yet, but... I think... Um, I think Garth was always on the outs Jamie, for his age. Yeah, James, sorry, w- was going to stay. Because he's the marketable one. He's younger. He can be there for a long time. Caruso, bordering the top 10 there. Yeah, Caruso, uh, very good. He was the best performer of the Nissans over the year and the most consistent with the Nissans. Yep. Um, what Fabi- was your yeah? I was about to ask you about Fabian. What was your take on Penske this year? Do you think they finished as high up the field as they thought they would, Michael? No, I think they thought they were going to be strong after the way they shot out of the blocks at Calypso. I thought they thought, I thought they thought they would be stronger and, you know, be more in contention. Really, to be honest, you got Fabian in twelfth overall and Scott Pye in fifth. 15th they're fighting with the nissans and you yeah i, I think mean the nissans have got a lot better this year yeah they have but i think they were off the mark they should be up there with frosty and Chaz and that um 
Mm-hmm. They... You want to be with the other Fords? There's yeah. only a few of them. Yeah, I think um, just too inconsistent this year. They're a bit of a letdown. Obviously, it's interim season for them and they're learning, but uh, big things next year. It's like they've opened the checkbook. They've started buying engineers and drivers and stuff like that. It, uh, they'll be one to watch next year. They will. Um, let's. I really hope Moff can bounce back from this year. It was a pretty... Um, he had a lot better end to the season. He did, but then he still had like he had a pretty bad run, um, in Sydney. He did, he did, but he had a few races towards the end of the season where it looked like he was starting to get his hand on how to set the car up and how to get what he wanted from it. So it was looking a bit more promising compared to what he was used to before. What's there in news, Michael? I'm um, just having a look. So you've got we touched on the the Jason Bright. Provite, uh, Provite, Jason Bright ProDrive deal. Yeah, that's been confirmed. It hasn't stated how many years or if it's a multi-year deal or anything. Um, you would assume since he owns the license that you know it could be. I think it'll just be a one-year deal. To be honest, I think it's a one-year deal, and he just, they just keep sucking and seeing it at the end of the year. Mm. So his main sponsor will be Mega Limited. Which is a um, petroleum company. There you go. So um, they said they'll announce the car or the livery and stuff in the new year. So stay tuned. I will post that to our Facebook page as soon as that becomes available, as along with along with all the other new cars that come out. Yeah, we'll keep that all up to date on there. But yeah, really, this the Jason Bright deal. Um, loved on our Facebook page. I'll let you on a little bit of an insight. That post was. Best performer. Best performer in a long time on our page. So thanks, guys, for everyone that liked it and shared it. It was real good. How do you think Reynolds is going to go next year? Oh, big question mark, isn't it? Mm. You reckon I don't see them... Developing the car much d- in the I don't off-season? see them, yeah, developing the car much. So realistically, Erebus is... Erebus is at a problem time here where they could fall into the privateer category. They basically are a privateer. Yeah, so... They need to do something. They need more car pace. They He's too good a driver to be there if they're not going to bring car pace to the team. I know, and it was so good seeing him at the front, like oh, in the field. When it's he's just in the showing front, what he can do, isn't that's it? That's where he needs to be, and you're like, that uh, third All the drivers, him, and admittedly, all the drivers in the field probably feel the, feel same, the same way. way. Get me at the get front, I bit, can show you what I can do. Yeah, give me a better car. But really, seeing him at the front again was, it was good, because... Let's be honest. It's a single car team. Pretty much, yes. They've got that other car, but they're not really getting any benefit of, you know, Shea Davies doing laps. They're not getting much data from the car that they can transfer over to Reynolds. No, exactly. And that car's not been developed as well. It's um, Reynolds has got some cool new stuff on it that they've developed themselves to fit the HRT car, but the other car is fairly well bog stock, Walkinshaw delivered car. Yeah. And I mean, uh, well, we know Shea Davies isn't isn't going to drive next year. Not no, in the main game. No, you got your mate Aaron Russell, who once again was just shit house on the weekend. <laughs> he really was. I I really hope whatever is paying Betty is worth it. Mm. It it has to be. Aaron Russell. Ah, uh, not Aaron Russell. Like Dale, Dale Wood. Wood. <laughs> Aaron Russell's another person that I hope that he was paying enough money and it was worth it. <laughs> yes, Dale Wood. 
And once again, the last of the news really is Tanda. I guess, really, that what he did on the weekend was his best resume he could put forward. Oh, exactly. He did everything he could and drove a great weekend. So it's very much heavily tipped that he's going to go to GRM. Like yeah. I said, wait till after the year. There is still a little bit of chatter about of him having his own team if he is going to, like, all right, I'll go Lucas Dumbrell and run it as his own entity. Yeah. As a yeah. single car team, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think his best bet is he's going to end up with GRM. I think so too. I think that's good for both of them. Mm. He's another big driver that can bring sponsors. If they brought in, see Moff, I'm sure brings sponsors, but well, I'm not saying they bring sponsors with them, but they're, if you're going to sponsor a team, you don't want two nobodies. No, you want. No one's lining up for signatures and no one's buying shirts and whatnot. You want a team where someone's going to go and, I love that guy or whatever. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's probably good for um, GRM. You know something I took away from this? Like, Garth and Courtney raced together for a long time now. Like, it's a few years, since 2011. So, yeah. five years. Those two got on really well. They did. They had pretty rough trot last year. Oh, they ran into each other, but they still weren't... Oh, they were fighting pretty bad. Garth started saying some pretty bad stuff last year. True. And then they sort of fixed that relationship, and um, James stopped running into him. I think they well, probably fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> but when, like... Because we haven't even said this. Garth got pole. He did. First pole in four years. Yep. It's a long time between drinks. Yep. And But did you see when he did get pole that James even jumped into the little huddle of everyone jumping around, congratulating him? That was good to see because, like, you know, James was up there. He was second row of the grid. He, I guess at that point he was never going to get higher than Garth. Yeah. But it was good to see the... You know, the team get around him this weekend. Yeah, no, it was great. It was amazing, to be honest. I think it was a good send-off for HRT. Plus, I, I I hope their logo doesn't come across to Red Bull. Um, yeah, there's a lot of talk about it. Mm. The Lion... James Courtney said the traditional HR, HRT logo will not be going across. No, there's talks about how they're going to change it, but... So it's a bit like their own, but it still has aspects so that people will um, look at the car and still go, oh, that's a HRT car, even though it's a Red Bull car. So you're talking about all the Bogans on the hill with their tattoo can squint their eyes and go, same logo? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially. Essentially. The lion and the, the, the driver's helmet and that will hopefully still be somewhere in the car, but they'll, they'll, Red Bull is going to try and make it their own. Yeah, well, let's let's see how they go. I'm interested. This is now the exciting part of speculating and waiting for all the cars to be released, and they're really not going to get released until. Well, they are they doing a test day? Have they dropped the compulsory test day and just still doing one, or have they just moved it so it doesn't clash on the Bathurst 12 hour? I'm not sure to be honest, mate. I actually don't know when they're. I haven't looked at the calendar for their test days. No, me neither. So we might not see. Any, too much until just before Clips, or I'd say it would be when they release most of their liveries. And as something that happened since the last episode, Clipsal's not going to be Clipsal after 2017. Yeah, Clipsal, the company, is going to drop their sponsorship. Uh, they had a long run. Like, the fact that we don't say the Adelaide 500, we just go Clipsal, and you know exactly what you're talking about. It's a big thing, isn't it? It's as a kid... 
I knew Clipsal as the race before I knew them as electrical supply company. Yeah, it's true. I was the same. I was like, Clipsal, no, that's a race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Clipsal, why, what are you going to buy your light switches from Clipsal? How do you do that? There's a race for it. <laughs> but a bit sad to see them go. I yeah. guess sponsors do come and go, and you can't have the same sponsors for um forever. Oh, it'd be nice. <laughs> if they're yeah, happy to keep paying. <laughs> but if they're happy to keep paying, but of course... You know, every year it gets bigger and bigger and then people go, well, we want more money. Exactly. So now it's just um, a waiting game to see who's going to sponsor them. Uh, There's a few... Coats and stuff like that. There's a lot of... There's a few talks of a couple of South Australian companies wanting to get in it. Oh, okay. That'd be nice. Um, Local companies. Yeah. Well, you know, Coopers isn't a South Australian brand. Yeah. They're a family-owned business. And they're now a big part... Of um, V8 supercars. All right, so Virgin Australia has come out and released their new safety video for their planes. This is actually kind of interesting. At least it's um, different. They it don't is. have your same thing. It is. It's cool. I like it. It is good. So, well, you guys can have a listen and tell us what you think. We'll do some commentary. We are at Mount Panorama, the home of Australian motorsport. This is Jamie. He's a good driver. He's not bad, but not as Jamie good as Shane. Jamie you can do a lap of the mountain before you finish the safety video. <laughs> Tell us We're that after so sure. five more championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before we start, please place all luggage into the overhead lockers. She shouldn't be allowed in the pits. She's got open. Or pushed under the seat in front. Shoes. This way we can keep the aisles and exits clear. <laughs> Your seatbelt must now be fastened low and tight around your hips. To fasten your seatbelt, push the two ends together until they click. To adjust, pull the strap until tight. And to release, lift the buckle up like this. Are you listening, Paul? Paul Dumbrell, this is how you put a seatbelt seat on. the sign is illuminated, <laughs> or you're instructed to do so by your crew. And also, recommend don't take it off until the crew tells you to. <laughs> if you plan to sleep, please fasten your seatbelt over the blanket. In business, your seatbelt is fitted with an airbag, so make sure the belt isn't twisted. If oxygen is required, the mask will automatically drop from the unit above your head. Pull the mask firmly down towards you to start the flow of oxygen. Oxygen masks are located throughout the aircraft cabin, including the lavatories. Place the mask over your nose and mouth and fit the elastic strap over your head. Tighten the straps on the side. If the bag doesn't inflate, don't worry. Oxygen is still flowing through it. Always fit your own mask first before helping others. Why don't you jump in, mate? We're ready. Let's go. Smoking and electronic cigarettes are not allowed anywhere in this aircraft, <laughs> including the lavatories. That's why they're just done a big skid. It's not a good start. <laughs> if something unexpected happens during the takeoff or landing, you'll need to adopt the brace position. Place both feet together on the floor, then lean forward, folding your arms on the seat in front of you and rest your head on your arms. If you're unable to reach the seat in front of you, lean forward as far as possible and wrap your arms around your knees. If you're seated in business, lean forward and fold your arms on the tray table. Then rest your head on your arms. No, not you, mate. 
See, Jamie only knows what's in business class. <laughs> he doesn't travel in anything your else. Your life jacket is located under or beside your seat. I like if the nice touch of the cooker. Remove bars. the life jacket from yeah, yeah. the bag and place over here. <laughs> Soon there'll be a kangaroo. <laughs> Bring the strap around no, your waist thing. and clip the two ends together. <laughs> then pull to tighten. <laughs> to inflate the life jacket, pull down on the toggles but only once outside the aircraft. For additional inflation, blow into the mouthpieces. There is a light and a whistle for attracting attention. The crew have spare adult life jackets and life jackets for the little ones too, which will be distributed by your cabin crew if required. This aircraft is fitted with slide rafts, escape slides and signaling devices. Located in clearly marked stowages, the cabin crew will deploy them in the unlikely event of an emergency. There are eight emergency exits on our A330 that your crew will now point out. They may be in front or behind you. If it's dark, escape path lighting will guide you towards your exit. In an emergency, cabin baggage must not be taken off the aircraft. Small handheld electronic devices may be used during the takeoff or landing, but must be switched to flight mode for the duration of the flight. All other devices need to be switched off and stowed for takeoff and landing. There are signs throughout the cabin that indicate when large electronic devices need to be switched off. And if you drop your device at your seat, please do not attempt to retrieve it. Call a crew member for assistance. You will find more information on the safety instruction card in your seat pocket. While on board this aircraft, it is a requirement that you follow all illuminated information signs and crew member instructions. We're now ready for takeoff. In preparation for takeoff, ensure your seatbelt is fastened, your seat is upright with the armrests down and tray tables folded away. At this time, your window blind must be open. Leg rests and TV monitors must be stowed away. Please check that your cabin baggage is securely stowed in front of you as the aisles and exits must be completely clear. So did I win? You wish. Enjoy your flight with Virgin Australia. I have a problem with that video. Yes. It goes for five minutes, 23. And the lap record at Bathurst is only two minutes and six. <laughs> Maybe he was on an off day, you know. Th two and a half times the lap record. So, <laughs> I will put this video in the show notes, but it, it's it's worth a watch. And if you are flying on a plane, you might be listening to this podcast, then don't pay attention to the safety video. Listen to it in our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't do uh, that. No, no, don't. No, I'm not being held responsible. <laughs> it's it's a good little video. It's nice. It's interesting. It's a lot better than them just standing around and just telling you. Oh, it's great. It's a, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, and it's fun. Yeah. It's good. Do you think they chose Wincup because he's probably more of a recognizable face than Shane? Yeah, I think so. And I think he's better with um, the cameras and stuff. I don't think Shane... I'm surprised they didn't pick someone more like um, Lowndes or, or someone that, mm. you know, the, the Scotty. Well, something favorite. we didn't say while we were, we were watching it. I know we said we'll commentate and we really just joked a little bit every now and then. But they did have a few drivers um, sitting up. I, I could not pick the third Nissan. There was two Nissan. There was Rick Kelly and then... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's who who wears a red it was, suit? 
the black and red. It wasn't Caruso. And that was not Dale Wood. Mm. Who was a Pertec Endurance Cup driver? I don't know. It looked like who's... Craig Baird, but he doesn't race. He was no, the was Erebus. Erebus. But either way, it, there's it a wasn't few Engel, little... was it? No, no, it wasn't Engel. It wasn't that old. So there's <laughs> Frosty, Rick Kelly, anyway, and right someone. In, watch it. Watch it right in. Yeah, Tell let us, us know. We don't know who it is. <laughs> but it's good to see, you know, they're doing this bit of extra thing. So I want to know if you see this on a plane. Yeah, it looks like it's for international A380s. Nah. No, it wasn't A380. It was a tiny. No, the A330. It's a small Airbus. Uh, it's said. It? Okay. Uh, this has to be a domestic. It's just strange because most domestic flights do not have their TV screens. What flights are you flying on? Any, I've been on four Virgin flights in the last two months. None of them have TV screens. Oh, I don't know. I fly Qantas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, pay the extra and I get my TV. Yeah, they... Um, you can get iPads and stuff. Yeah. And they actually... To plug Virgin here. Yeah, yeah. They actually have a really good app. If you're going on a Virgin flight, make sure you download it. Yep. Because well, you, you can get? watch... They've got pretty much a whole list and you choose what you want to watch and movies and TV shows, documentaries if you're into that thing. You can learn stuff, languages, all sorts of things. They have the the tracker, GPS tracker for the plane telling you how far you weigh and you can look at a satellite vision that shows it you where good, you like are. What, it's like really when I was, cool. When I did a bit of flying to Europe and stuff, looking at the tracking and the in-flight entertainment on planes, it's come a long way from when I used to... I remember flying down to Adelaide, see family, and mum's biggest going, oh, well, how are we going to entertain three kids on a three-and-a-half-hour flight with, you know... You I always remember. I you don't sit know there you. and watch the TV yeah, at the, the one, top. Yeah, there one was t- like three TVs for the whole plane. Yep. And you're like, I can't see it. I'm too short. And you so you got your head out in the aisle trying to watch trying to the watch TV. It. <laughs> or you had the really old planes that the, speak, the headphones were just... The sound came out of the seats... And you yeah. could put the seat up and just rest your ear against the two holes. Yeah, yeah. And just listen to whatever if you want because, you know, this, I don't know why. We could have just asked for headphones. This was before budget airlines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back when you could Back go when in and see Anset the captain. And Qantas and you walk on the plane, there's this big box of headphones as you walk yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, take them. Yeah. Take as many as you want. We don't really care. We're not watching you. <laughs> I don't know where you're going to use them, but take as many as you want. <laughs> But, I mean, this is not a, a plain podcast, but <laughs> it's good. You know, this is one of the things I guess Virgin will do more of, and let's hope they use the V8s to promote it more, because I guess I agree it with works you both ways, that V8s can expand their market with the Virgin brand, and Virgin can expand their market. With no, it's the, good. Um, it's good. We haven't V8 had a naming rights uh, sponsor for V8s in a long time. No, so. I think what Shell was the last one. Yep. So, no, it's good. We've got some big news in Formula One that's happened over the few, last few days. And we've actually got a special person on the line. You there, mate? Are you, you there? Hi, everybody. A uh, big day for me today. I'm getting my World Championship Winners Trophy here in Vienna. Um, but also another thing is happening. Um, and that is that, um, yeah, it's been an amazing year for me. And, and um, you know, since 25 years, since I started racing, my goal uh, and my dream was very, very clear. It was to win the World Championship Um and I've achieved that now uh, with your help. So thank you so much for your for your part of it. You know um, your part in it because uh, you kept me motivated, kept me pushing. Um, but this year, you know, it's been 
it's been extremely uh, extremely tough as well. I really gave it everything I had. I didn't leave a stone unturned, um, and I'm I'm not willing to do that uh, again for next year. Um, and so yeah, so I've decided to call it a day. Uh, stop racing here. I'm just following my heart. You know, you just live once. So uh, my heart is telling me to do this, and it just feels completely right. Um, and so again, yeah, thank you very much, and I hope. Uh, I hope you'll have fond memories of the last uh, three years, uh, of all the exciting moments that we shared. And yeah, see, see you uh, somewhere very, very soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for that, Nico. Yeah, it was very nice of him to call in and um, just give us a little insight to what's going on. Insight and let us know that he's retiring. Good yeah. to see that he came to us first. He did, yeah. This, we pre-recorded this a few days ago, but yeah. No. I had to wait for this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, we had to wait. You're like, no, you can't do your announcement yet. No, so for those of you that have been living under a rock or just tuned out for the last minute, Nico Rosberg's retired. He has. He's playing Santa Claus and he has now got the best gift in Formula One. Yeah, Mercedes seat. Mm. Drivers lining out the door. Who's who's lining out the door, JD? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. There's a few that have come out today and said they're not interested. I don't believe that. Mm. I can understand Ricardo and Verstappen. Rick, I, uh, yep. So I think I the don't new think regulations... I'm not saying Red Bull's going to be dominant, but I think they will have a championship contender next year. Red Bull are the only two drivers that shouldn't leave their team. Yeah. They're the only ones that have got the... At the moment all the speculation they've got the best shot at beating mercedes so why should they leave red bull for an uh, where they know that they've developed their car to try and beat them next year i mean i know everyone's doing it but they're the closest yeah the one that surprised me was vettel coming out today and saying he's not interested in leaving ferrari vettel's just playing poker he's um just... he he's going to stay Nah, he's just so, just playing a few cards. And Toto come out today actually as well and announced that he didn't want to poach any drivers. He actually wanted to promote a younger driver. Mm, and then Nicky Lauda's come out and said that there's too risky for a younger driver and they want an experienced one. Yes, so there's lots of stuff going on now. I bet there's a few debates going on at Mercedes themselves. It's... There'd be plenty of resumes sitting on their desks. Oh, I, the thing that, and I was sending you this because... um. JD was actually the one that posted the news to our Facebook page as soon as that came out and sent me a message at, I don't know what hour. Uh, 2 a.m. Yeah, something like Saturday that. Morning. The point that I didn't get that when it first came through and woke up in the morning, looked at my message, and it says, Nico's retiring, man. And then I'm like, the first thing I thought is, what dodgy website has JD been on that he's believed some bullcrap <laughs> that someone's posted? <laughs> And I had to straight up onto Reddit, Formula One subreddit. It's everywhere. Yeah, it was. I big. watched the the someone linked his thing on Facebook. His the press conference, like thirty minutes of it. Yeah, so I just watched a little bit of it and like watched the whole thing. Just couldn't believe it. I was in shock. Sad day. I was not ready for that. No, it was it was big news. It was really really big news. Um, I'm I've been messaging you like going, who's going to replace him? Like, will, will Bottas? leave Merce uh, Williams and go to Mercedes and then Verline get up into Williams with a discount on the Mercedes engines or are they going to poach Vettel? And like, I I need to know and I want to know now. Yeah. I think um, it's going to be very interesting times ahead. 
because there's a very quick seed up for uh, up for grabs here. And pretty much, if anyone tells you they don't, don't want it, they're don't probably them. lying. That's <laughs> why I don't believe Vettel. I think Vettel, Eddie Jordan's come out and said that Toto will want to go for Vettel. Well, I can't wait to see who they get. Mm. Alonso's in the mix there too. Button's not doing year. much. Button is very retired at the moment, isn't he? He he was um testing the Honda Japanese GT cars the other day. Yes, he's uh he didn't say he was going to retire from racing completely, just Formula One. No, nah, but I reckon if Toto calls up like Jensen, I got a seat, mate. I got a seat, mate. You need to fill it. He'll yeah. be like, I'll oh, look at my calendar. Hang on, it's it's free. Yeah. Wait, I had com. Oh no, I got rid of those. <laughs> yeah, I had some commitments, but I got rid of it because Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. Um, they work together well. Toto or Hamilton and Button. Hamilton Button. Yeah. See, this is the big thing is, do Mercedes want two number one drivers like they had? Or is this a small blessing in disguise where they go, oh, all right, let's get a number two in. Let's get well, a... Well, that's what Toto was saying in the in the article I read that was released, I think, this morning. Um, he come out and said, look, this is a chance for us to promote a younger driver. So I think he probably had in mind was Pascal. Yep. Um, promote a younger driver to the main team and run the team a bit, not so much like um, they have and, and Red Bull does, but more like what Ferrari does, a you traditional Ferrari team. Not at the moment. Ferrari, I don't think, is too one-sided. I think they're fairly... No, but a very much of a number one driver and a number two driver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone that gets points every weekend but not someone that's fighting um, your number one driver for mm. the championship. Someone that's happy to come in second. Um, and that was sort of his view. That's I think he's sick of having to manage the tantrums and all this stuff from his two com- very competitive drivers. And you're all into your managing of drivers at the moment. Oh, you got me hooked, mate. You you got me started on that game and I can't stop playing it. So for anyone that uh, knows or... Whatever, but I posted up a link to a game on Steam, uh, Motorsport Manager. JD had a download of it, and I think he's got oh, about yeah. 60 hours on record at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, I've pumped in a few hours here and there. It gives you a lot of respect for strategists. Yeah, you're saying you were leading a race and lost it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've, got I've lost a couple. The tires. Yeah, I've lost a couple, um, push them too far on stints and fall off the, clint, uh, the cliff, and... Um, yeah, you end up going a long way back very quickly in one lap. So, you can so in your position, you definitely want a number one driver and just the number two driver. You don't want to. My first season, I definitely had a number one, number two driver. Mm-hmm. I definitely favoured uh, one of my drivers, and they won the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all uh, the mechanics to him. Yes, uh, not so much. <laughs> just I sided a lot of my development. Um, to him mm-hmm. and I have a girl driver in my team and um, Nina basically was a reserve or not a reserve driver I have a reserve driver as well his name is Pascal Becker <laughs> <laughs> look him up he's a, he's, he's, a, he's an he's up and coming right. he's only 19 yeah, <laughs> yeah and if you're looking for Nina she'll probably be in a club trying to get another affair yes uh, Nina's having an affair at the moment <laughs> which is not making me 
overly happy. She's not got her focus on the, on what she needs to. So, but it's you know, you know team what? managers start, have to do this. We could start a whole podcast on us team managing a team. <laughs> yeah, we could, could have we could have a weekly recap on what the drivers are up to. Yeah, well. Um, so uh, should we get Harry, back in? Harry is a bit of a party animal, and it costs me some money every now and then. Should we? Should we get back into the real racing? What race? <laughs> well, maybe you know you want to do these other episodes off season. So off season's breaking late. The PC edition. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's it's good. It's good. The thing is with this whole who's going where now to Mercedes is it's. You can't believe anything you're going to... Re- you're going to be reading uh, stories about everyone's going to have a drive. I read somewhere, it was obviously a joke, but Nicky Lauda's throwing his hat back in and he's <laughs> going to win the World Driving Championship in 2017 and now have the biggest gap between championships. There, there, there has been some good banter as well from the Twitters. Oh, the Mercedes... The, the Twitter and, world out um, there is going very, yeah, very well. On They're on point. Twitterverse, Max <laughs> Verstappen and... Mercedes AMG Wolf. were they were all over it. Uh, you should explain it for them out there. If 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 you, if you haven't seen the the photos, the screenshots that uh, the two boys have been posting up, Toto and Max. Yeah, so, it's been hilarious. So what happened was originally all this news broke, and um, I don't even know what the first tweet was. But so Max put up a photo originally, and it was his phone with Toto Wolf. Oh, that's uh, right. It was Toto screen, Wolf on it, and he tagged like, him. Should I answer or should I not? It was ringing. Yeah, it was yeah. A picture of Toto looking, and then he's like, "Ha ha ha!" He wants me to drive for them. Yeah, and then Mercedes Toto straight back. Put up, yeah, Mercedes put up a photo from uh, Toto's phone. It's like. David Coulthard was number one. Yeah, he was the top, and then it was about six missed calls from Max. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they were like, oh, I don't know, just we're just trying to call. return your calls. And then there's been a few others where um, there was an email written up, like, Dear Toto, from, you know, it was like email address to Toto Wolf at MercedesAMGF1.com, uh, subject, vacant 2017 seat to Toto. I am writing to apply for this job. And it was a big res- resume written out. And then from, and it was just had four X's. <laughs> and then they tweeted that to Max going, oh, all you need is your references, Max. <laughs> and then Max tweeted them back going, oh, I think I left my references on the track this year. <laughs> it was it was a good little Twitter thing going on and it was it was good value. I can't see him leaving Red Bull. No, me neither. Something um that we quickly jump into, and this is all about Nico Steele, was Lewis Hamilton's response. And alright. There's a lot of Lewis Hamilton fanboys out there, and we are not in that group. I don't think we class ourselves as Lewis Hamilton fanboys. Well, we aren't uh, Sky F1, so obviously not. No, we're not. (laughs) But Lewis is not doing himself any favours to try and get more people, and especially with this response. Um, Well, I mean, this is the first time he's won in 18 years, so... um, um, Hence why it was not a surprise that uh, he he decided to stop. But also he's got a family to focus on, and you know probably wants to have more children and all those different things. And Formula One takes so much from you, you know, yeah, of your time. So um, in terms of Mr. Rivalry, of course, because we started out when we were 13, and um, we we'd always talked about being champions, and you know um, 
And then when I joined this team, Nico was there, which was, again, something we spoke about when we were kids. So it was going to definitely be very, very strange. And uh, it will be very, for sure, it will be sad to, to not have him in the team. Next. This is the first thing he's won in 18 years. Really? Yeah. Out of, I mean, I know he's trying, I think he's trying to be sincere. It's but he comes across as the world's biggest dick. He does. He does. Does he even need glasses? <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here thinking the same thing. I'm like, are those actually doing anything? I will I put this tell. video in the show notes. <laughs> but Lewis Hamilton's sitting here wearing clear glasses, like just reading glasses. But I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him with reading glasses. Mm, maybe he wears contacts. I don't know. Maybe. But what what's your takeaway from that response? I don't think he needs glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just there to show off. Um, Flowrider said he needed them. Yeah, true. It's probably it's probably true. Mm. It's pretty piss poor, to be honest. They were mates once, and that's a pretty stab in the back comment. I don't know if he meant it as harsh as he wanted it. Uh, sorry, as it come out, but yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't yeah. very nice. Look, it, if I was Rosberg, I'd be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, Rosberg's like, eh, whatever. I like Daniel Ricciardo's response was, I guess if that's what he wants to do, I mean, he's missing out on a pretty big payday next year. It's true. But I can see it. And I think this is the ultimate troll move by Rosberg. And it's going to eat Hamilton alive. Yeah. Hamilton. Beat me now, motherfucker. Hamilton can never get a rematch. He yeah. can't get... He can't get this back. Look, and Rosberg can go to him like, yeah, I beat you. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I had engine there. Like, yeah, oh, you can't prove it. You can't rematch again. They're not going to get to do 2016 over. Yeah, it's it's one over a season two, not over four races. That And something that a lot of people forgot was the race, the number of victories Rosberg did in a row at the end of last year and the start of this year. Well, he won seems four to, in a row last year, I think it I think was. he did seven that, in a row all He up. did eight in a row. Eight. Yeah. And I, think I mean, that was a record or at least definitely up there. Yep. That's a lot of things that everyone seems to forget. Now, you know, at the, at the end of the season where Hamilton's come off four in a row. Well, like, he's just won four in a row. I'm like, yeah, but Rosberg won like seven or eight. Yeah, and also Rosberg did look to be, I don't know if it, if everyone will agree with me here, but I think he was pretty well defending yeah, I don't think end. he was going to... Well, we we talked about this. We, he couldn't put himself in a position for Hamilton to take him out. Yeah, exactly. It is going to be a crazy, crazy off-season. Yep. We will bring you an episode before... Yeah, we'll, we'll, see how that, we'll see how it goes with news and stuff like that. If there's plenty of news coming out, we might give you a short little uh, tidbit episode before... And you never know, like, JD might be fighting for another championship with Nina and Chapman. Well, we we are. We're in the team championship at the moment, winning. So Um, you would recommend this? we're only third in the driver's championship. So as a team this year, I don't have a number one, number two driver. I've got two number one drivers. Mm, So they're fighting each other and losing points over each other, right? They are. They are. They're third and fourth in the championship, and it's been quite difficult. I think if we focused on one, we could probably win... The driver's championship. I'm, I'm judging by the fact that you're talking about these people like real people that you would recommend this to probably anyone that's put up okay, put yeah. up to us for 18 episodes or 19 episodes, they would probably enjoy this game. Oh, definitely. If you're into racing, download it. Uh, I can't even remember how much it was. 30, like 30 bucks, bucks or something. Download it. Uh, lots of endless fun. 
once you get past all the information pop-ups that come do at the start. Do not skip the tutorial. Skip the tutorial. You'll work it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you told me recently. All right. It was a bit hard the first season. I did skip the so, tutorial. <laughs> what he goes is like, it was on the plane. He's like, ah, oh, I want us to play the game. I want to play the game. So he's like, just skips all the tutorial and then spends the rest of the flight pretty much going, how the hell do you play this game? And then had to go back to the tutorial and still didn't finish it before the flight finished. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, but it's good. Get out there, have a go. Let us know if you liked it or if I'm crazy. And <laughs> nah, I think it's a um, it's a good game. I saw you play it yesterday, it's and addictive. I want to get it. I need my computer back. My computer's broken, and when that gets back, I will definitely get this game. Um, one last thing I wanted to actually throw out there is, well, two things. Tom Thomas uh, Maxwell has he done? He's still doing a great job over in Europe. Doing testing for Formula Renault. Uh, no confirmation. No of, confirmation. Um, he hasn't signed anything yet. Uh, it's possible, but I haven't had a confirmation from him yet. Um, but fingers crossed that he will have a deal with a French team, which is actually a championship-winning team. Daniel Ricciardo used to drive for them. This is the Formula Renault, isn't it? Yeah. Formula Renault. Yep. So yeah, this is an this is the stepping this stone to Formula One. It is. It's uh, will be earning him points to a super license. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed he can they can get that deal done and uh, he can be racing that next year all over Europe. Mm. Um, means he gets one. to go to amazing places too, like Monaco. Oh, even though so I, 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 Tom, sorry if you're out there, I kind of hate you. You know, you're <laughs> over there racing at Spa, <laughs> Silverstone. Gee, I, you I'm, know, I'm sorry. I know we you, did man. meet Tom <laughs> at the V8s up in Darwin. <laughs> I love you, Tom. I don't hate you. You're a great bloke. <laughs> Good Another on you, driver that we want to say big well done oh, to. Absolutely. This Bryce. Amazing job on uh, on the weekend. Bryce Highest forward, ever, mate. You did a uh, fantastic job on weekend Sunday. finish. He finished sixth overall for the weekend, which is a really solid effort in an old spec car. Like, he shouldn't be up that far in the field. No. He should be um, sort of around that sort of, 11th 12th mark but he's dragged that car up the field and um what a start to the to his first race on the Saturday he went around the outside balls of steel and got the job done got up into I think it was fourth or fifth Mm. started from eighth and then pushed on managed to get past and got a third that first ever podium in development series big big effort from him great work from the team the car was where he wanted it and he did a great job uh, really hope this means he can race next year. Well, yeah, that's the big thing. He's Bryce is still a bit of a question mark on sponsorship and stuff like that. So fingers crossed, this is going to get some people behind him. He's shown what he can do, and uh, and get back out there. I can't wait to see what he can do next year. Now he's got that confidence. He knows he can do it. He now. drove a lot better on the sad day, on the Sunday. Like he couldn't, he didn't get that opportunity to push through on the Sunday. Yeah, I don't think he had the the car wasn't quite as good on the Sunday. And the, the cars he was around were very, um, but probably closer to his pace. The, so the, 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 the style of driving that he was doing on Sunday was still a very good. He was, he didn't drop back. He stayed right there. And the only times he did drop back, you could tell he was like, "All right, cars are getting hot." Yeah, he, he started back, looking and then he for just some clean air and jumped that. straight back onto the back of yep. whatever the other car was. And what about that crash? In the yeah. Dunlop series, I know yeah. we jumped straight back on. This is yet yeah, very late in the episode. <laughs> God, that what was his name? Marjoram. Marjoram did not take his foot off the accelerator at all. <laughs> he had uh, talking of balls of steel from Bryce. He had balls of steel 
He He's was up on, up on the ri- pretty much on the rim. Like the, I don't even know if he was on the sideboard of the tire anymore because it was that high. I thought it was going on its side, but he managed to land it back down on four wheels. My biggest thing was he kept driving. Yeah. Straight after that. Yeah, he probably should have found an escape road and just parked the car. 99% there. of the time, if you're up on two wheels, very high. Well, he already, it plucked he already the made contact with a couple of two cars too. <laughs> it plucked the uh, front left out of it. So, yeah, it probably mm-hmm. was it would have been a good idea to park it. But he got it back to the pits and um, no one, uh, no incidents from it. So, that's okay. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a good year this year. Dunlop's Racing been wise, a bit up and, and it, down, a bit all, of damage. All, all, all series, Formula all one, series, yeah. Supercars. Yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with the year and for how it's been. A bit sad, to be honest. It's, um, it's over. It, it, it's, it, it's a it's a hard time of year for us. At least I've got um, the the fishing up here in Darwin's about to get pretty hot with. Barramundi fishing yeah, so that take off you gotta get well it already has a little bit yeah it already has a little bit so this gives me a bit more free time and I can focus a little bit more on that and I get... think it's been 12 months since you've taken me out on the boat there you go well we'll have to rectify that and I'm gonna take the young tacker out he's he's eight months old now so I'll, uh, I'll be able to take him out fishing as well we're gonna go out to Crobbery and use him as bait yeah uh, <laughs> no we'll be very careful we went out there on the weekend and I reckon we would have seen five saltwater crocodiles probably four meters plus there's so a few of them out there maybe even maybe even one maybe even five meters plus like big big crocs yeah we've seen a you know what, 4.7 meter boat we had a croc pull up next to it bigger than the boat yeah yeah in the daily yep mm. anyway we're boring you yeah, a bit here we're, but we're a fishing podcast now <laughs> we've been a plane podcast we're a motorsports podcast hey, and we, we have can be whatever we want a podcast <laughs> mate we've just completed our first season yeah, congratulations, mate. Well thank done. you. Good effort. And a big thank you to everyone who has pretty much been on, like, well, I'm going to say it, it's a journey. It None is of us, we didn't know how to do this. No, we're start. learning, we're still learning. Um, So stay tuned for season two. Yeah. That will come um next year. Probably, I reckon that's probably that's, when that's, season, yeah, the logical season time. Start. Yeah, I'm not going to start the counting, the episodes will still be 21 or 20. Yeah. Yeah, keep it on. So I think that's us done for today. Thank you again for listening. Please, I know I've said this a couple of times, but if you can leave a review or rate us or share us on a podcasting app to anyone that you know that would enjoy us, that'd very much help us out. Yep. Don't forget to set up, hit us up on Facebook. Just a and a thing on Facebook, tag your mates that are into motor racing and you think will enjoy the enjoy the episode. Uh, in the episode post and um, that would be much appreciated. And I'll keep posting Jason Bright posts up there because you guys love them. Yeah. Seriously. Who would have known? You, you guys don't <laughs> understand the analytics of that one post. is crazy high compared to every other post. <laughs> and I love it. I yeah. love you guys for following us. Thank you very much. We will be back maybe one more episode this year. We'll yeah, we'll It'll see. It'll be bonus. We'll, It'll be a testing episode. There, there might be a couple episodes. We don't know. We'll, we'll have to see uh, what news is coming out. Obviously, we're not going to do an episode if nothing's happened. So we might do a little short episode about maybe who replaces Nico Rosberg when it's announced. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up with Nina and your uh, oh, I'll let you know. You know, one of them might get fired. <laughs> there might be a seat opening up in my race team. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Send in your resumes. So thank you, everyone. Uh, It's been a fantastic year. You guys are all awesome. We'll see you guys later. (laughs) Catch ya. Bye.